Hello and welcome to In the House Sports with Jay. And Jay, hello from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. What's up? Happy July the 3rd, Saturday. Get her going. Where should we start, Jacob? Well, let's start with uh, let's start with the Major League Baseball All Star Game, which is coming up on the July thirteenth. It's being played in Colorado, Denver Coors Field. The ball should be flying the night that night. That will be the ninety first All Star Game. And do you know how many Toronto Blue Jays are playing so far in that game? So far, um, probably I know Guerrero. Correct. Bichette. Not correct, oh. but hopefully he might still get in. Um, that's all I, I can think of that coming. Okay, in. well, okay. So Vladimir Guerrero, and a, a shout out to him because he has become the youngest player in Major League Baseball to ever uh, lead Major League Baseball in All Star voting. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty huge accomplishment. The youngest guy, um, and he is also far as having a fantastic season. Came from the Oakland A's last year, um, second baseman. Uh, Marcus Simeon having a fantastic year. Um, and then Teoscar Hernandez, their outfielder, he too has made it. And he's also going to be starting. And they apparently Toronto and, and the rest of Canada were just huge as far as voters go. Um, they elevated the Blue Jays to the starting line. But I guess they had a certain number of voters. It was huge. It was because of them that Teoscar Hernandez got in because there's other people, outfielders, that should have probably... Maybe we won't get into specifics about that, but uh, Teoscar Hernandez uh, will be starting. So three Blue Jays out of, uh, you know, starting lineup of nine. So it's one third Blue Jays. And yes, uh, Bo Bichette might make it. I could see that happening. Um, and Randall Gritchuk also has a possible chance of getting in. So congratulations to Vladimir Guerrero making it to his, uh, to be the starting lineup along with two other um, playmates. Playmates, I guess you could call them that. Um, teammates, I guess. Anyway, um, yeah, it's good news for the Blue Jays, and um, it's interesting because last year, of course, there was I don't think there was an all star game, and there was a lot of hype when Guerrero was um signed by the Blue Jays a couple years ago. And he uh was, I think, he did he make his debut two years ago, right? I think this is, I believe, this is his third year now. It's his third year, he's in the Trey Young third years, the Luka Doncic, that same kind of third year. Uh, class. I know different sports, but I'm thinking of third year players. Now, I just want to say, Vladimir Guerrero, twenty seven home know. runs. He's on fire. But who's more on fire? They're calling him Show Tani. Like Show. Uh, okay, okay. Of course, he plays for the Los Angeles Angels. Show High Otani, thirty home runs. He had two last night. Um, he's made it to the All Star game as well. And some are people. Some people are uh, hoping that he's also going to pitch. He, I mean, they're really saying he's the next Babe Ruth. Not only can he hit. They also pitching very well, so will he have an opportunity to pitch as well? It'll be interesting to see the home run competition as we go into the second half of Major League Baseball with Otani thirty, Guerrero twenty seven, Fernando Tatis Jr. of the San Diego Padres twenty six. 
Kyle Schubert was just absolutely on fire for Washington through the month of June 25, and then Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves with 22. So this is like McGuire and um, Sosa. Um, maybe not going to be quite that high, but it's nice to see this little bit of a uh, kind of a nice back and forth. Like who who got a home run tonight? Who's going to get one tomorrow night? Uh, so we got uh, Toronto Blue Jay involved in Guerrero and Shohei. When he hits him, he just freaking blasts him. Um, if you've seen some of his home runs, Mr. Jacob. No, I haven't really been following a lot of baseball, but uh, yeah, I've been hearing he's been doing well. I'm pretty impressive that he's continuing to pitch, continuing continuing to smack home runs. It's uh, something we haven't they, they, the MLB hasn't really seen since Babe Ruth. So he's a one of a kind talent. Um, let's jump into basketball. Phoenix Suns are in the NBA championship. I did not think that they were gonna. They're the. I did not think the start of the season they were the best of the West, but you know what? They're there and um, they beat, they beat some good teams to get there. Um, I was talking to some friends yesterday and about how they won uh, eight straight. Remember they won eight straight games in the bubble. They just missed the playoffs. Booker had that game winner against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And then he beats Paul George again, Booker as part of that team. But uh, it, it is pretty impressive. They, they faced off against the golden of uh, the golden state warriors. The Los Angeles Lakers in the first round, and that was a series that was like, hey, what's going to happen with that? Uh, as we know, LeBron James got injured. He wasn't playing. They beat uh, the Lakers, and they played the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, and then Bring out the brooms pretty masters. much played without the Clippers against Kawhi Leonard. So, like, is there an argument potentially, like, they haven't beat – like, they beat some good teams, right? And they've been the – in terms of, you know, players getting injured – and now in the in the Eastern Conference Finals, Trey Young. I don't know if he's playing tonight. Game time decision. And Giannis is not playing tonight. He's Maybe out. playing Game Seven. Maybe playing Game Seven. If there is a Game Seven, Atlanta has a chance to advance. Or no, Milwaukee has a chance. If Milwaukee wins, they may not need him for the Game Seven. But Phoenix is just they have the the only blip is Chris Paul testing positive for COVID nineteen. That is the only major blip. It's like in the survival of the fittest. Because as I mentioned, players on all these teams that they face, major players, have been injured. injured. LeBron, again, to summarize, LeBron and Anthony Davis, Jamal Murray for the Nuggets, and then Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers. Um, Phoenix, though, is just a strong team. And again, they met, they, they they have a good team. They're they're not a super team. They're not like Golden State where like you could see them every year. But just all of a sudden, they didn't make the playoffs last year to being the, the NBA Finals uh, – making a finals appearance um so i'm i'm pretty excited i'm pretty excited to see what, what's going to happen in the nba finals but they're just a lot of guys are stepping up for that team and they're just they're just looking good yeah i just want to say uh i think they play good team basketball you said should there be anything deducted because they played against these teams with injuries uh, i would say absolutely not as part of part of uh part of the way it just goes um with 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 uh weaknesses and and, and injuries and uh, again, uh, Chris Paul, 16 seasons, never been to an NBA Finals. Um, they've just been playing team basketball. And you've reminded me about yes, in the bubble last year, they won every game, and they didn't make. They weren't allowed to carry on. So well, they just didn't. They were. They just didn't make the playoffs, or they didn't make the. You said they weren't allowed. Well, yeah, they didn't. They didn't quite make. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. Was that was a playing thing? I can't even quite remember. But they didn't lose a game at all in the bubble, but yet weren't able to carry on and, and play in the, in, in the playoffs. Yeah. But, so they've been, they've been good for a while. They've turned the corner. They got the leadership. Now they did that last year without Chris Paul. Correct. He wasn't with the team last year. No, 
Or was he traded midseason? Was Chris no, Paul part Chris of the No, Chris Paul was on OKC last year. And okay, then they so. signed him this year. Um, I think he um, he might be a free agent. But Phoenix, I'm looking at this right now, they're one of five teams to never win an NBA championship. They're with the Utah Jazz, Phoenix, uh, Brooklyn Nets, LA Clippers, and Denver Nuggets, all teams that made the playoffs this year. So Phoenix looks to kind of – or oh, sorry. Yeah, so only five teams um, – it's 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 incredible to see like that that uh, they might get it. I, I, the Clippers, this was their best chance yet. Unfortunately, Kawhi Leonard it might be time to move on from them. If you were the GM of the, the LA Clippers, Kawhi Leonard is a free agent this year. Would you sign him again, or is it time to move on and kind of build around Paul George, Terrence Mann potentially? If he wants to come back, you I would you, you don't get an opportunity to have somebody like him on your team. You got to give him another year to. Uh... To see what he can do, hopefully be healthy. So I don't think just good good rinse because if they like if they get rid of him, then they're back to almost a bit of a partial rebuild, and they they're hoping to win right now. Um, so I don't I think that's I say do they wanna, like, but I'm, I'm I'm saying like with Kawhi. Would, oh, I'm saying with Kawhi Leonard not playing, and like potentially let's say like he 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 struggles, he's injury prone. He, like the Clippers want to win, they're in a position to win it, and they and if they want to start a rebuild. They want to start as as quick as possible. I think that's been the strategy. But do they want to go two seasons of inconsistent play from Leonard? Um, of course, this is their best season ever advancing to the conference finals. But I'd bring him back for another year. Another year for Kawhi Leonard? Anyway. So, and just tonight's game, you got Trey Young. is a game-time decision. Um, I hope that he plays. They're playing at home in front of the crowd. It'll be great to see a game seven. Atlanta's going to have to pull up their socks together. They got a bit of a butt whooping last game. So, go Atlanta Hawks. Cheering for you tonight, and um, we'll see what happens. I look forward to that game. Another big game to watch is Canada's team. They are trying to qualify for the Tokyo Olympics, which is coming up very soon. They are playing today, this afternoon, against Czechoslovakia. Czech Republic. Is it the Czech Republic? Excuse yeah. me. And the winner of that plays tomorrow in the finals against the winner of Turkey versus Greece. Uh, and Canada have already beaten Greece uh, in the first game. That was They got by not very easily. Um I look forward to that game. They should beat Czechos, uh, Czech Republic, as you've said. Um, we'll see what happens there. But hopefully Andrew Wiggins, R.J. Barrett, uh, Dort, Mr. Dort, uh, hopefully have a, have, a, have a good game. So we'll be talking about that more next week if they win. So we'll be watching that game. Another big game. Um, we'll see how many. We'll see how they how they do there. Um, just a little bit of a um, a little bit of a just a shout out to Joey Votto, the Cincinnati Reds Canadian Joey Votto, in this last week. He reached 1,000 RBI. That's runs batted in. He becomes the second Canadian behind Larry Walker to ever do that. That's a pretty big milestone if you think about 1,000 RBIs. Um, very few people have done that. And again, he becomes the second Canadian. So I wanted to comment on a little bit of Canadian content there. Now, let's talk, Jacob. Oh, actually, you know, I'll just let, while we're talking Canadians, how about we talk about the Montreal Canadiens who are down now in the NHL playoffs, three games to zero to the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. Um, very few teams have come back to to ever win that, uh, to come back from three games to zero. But I just want to say that going back in history, the 1989 Calgary Flames are the only team to, be, to, be, to beat the Canadiens on Montreal ice to win the Stanley Cup. Um, so if... Tampa Bay wins tomorrow night. They will become the second team. So it's interesting with all the number of Stanley Cups that Montreal has been to, uh, they they don't usually lose them at home. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Can Montreal figure out a way to win? 
uh, just as a point of uh, a separate point, but the 1928, um, they won the cup. Um, sorry, um, it was it was the Montreal Maroons back then um, that, that lost. That was back in 1928. They lost on home ice advantage. But it's been, it been the Montreal Canadiens in 1989 that hadn't lost a, a Stanley Cup on home ice since that time. So just a little bit of interest for you there, Mr. Jacob. Fair enough. Very cool. Um, let's talk about golf. My uh one of my specialty sports um, last week at the end of the, I think it was a travelers championship an eight hole playoff. One of the longest playoffs in PGA tour history. I think the longest I was reading was 12 and it was Harris English coming on top of Kramer Hitch, Hitchcock in an eight hole playoff, both of them parring the first seven holes and then English uh, birdieing the eighth hole to win for the second time this season, his first tournament that he was, was the Tournament of Champions. And interestingly enough, he didn't even win a tournament the year before, but he, due to the, the reduced schedule, due to the reduced schedule, they allowed the top 30 players um, who qualified for the Tour Championship to go on that event. So Harris English is going back to Hawaii to compete, to defend his title. Uh, well, I guess he would have won. He has, yeah, he has basically two, two wins in the bank. This year, and he uh, he's right up there with the FedEx Cup standings. Um, this week, it is Troy Merritt who is on top, beginning of his third round. Where did Ricky Fowler go? Because he was up there like five minutes ago. I didn't even see him up there anywhere. Ricky Fowler is currently tied oh, for so 12. He's finished. Okay. He's not finished. He could have he a big leading. round. Was he leading today? Tied for the lead, yeah. Really? Oh, apparently, I didn't even know that. Ricky Fowler was tied for the lead Check today. On, did, he, did he bogey his last hole or did he Ricky double bogey? Ricky Fowler bogeyed the 16th hole. He was at 10 under today uh, for the tournament. But uh, oh, I would love to see Ricky win again, get that momentum back. But a big name that we want to check in is Davis Thompson, a brand new pro to the PG, a brand new professional golfer. Uh, he played his college golf. I think it was at Georgia. I might be wrong. But, uh, man, a win for Davis Thompson would be massive. Because, you know, it gives you three years of, of exemptions on the PGA Tour. And, and just to get his career started like that is incredible. I'm not sure if you remember this. I was reading about him today. But he um, he was leading. He was leading for at the um, – he was leading the U.S. Open at Wingfoot for a period of time before Bryson DeChambeau went on to win it. Um, I'm also taking a look right now. It says that Joaquin Neiman – um, who is currently one back of the lead of Troy Merritt? I don't. I think that I think I just read that he has not made a single bogey this entire tournament, which I'm not sure if that's ever happened. That is crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at his scorecards. He's not made a single bogey this entire tournament. Um, of course, he's currently tied for second <laughs> right now. But uh, Joaquin Neiman, that would be something if he could go the whole tournament without a bogey. I'd have to check if if that's ever been done before. Uh, last week, Steve Stricker he won a major. And Nellie Corda, she won her first major, and that was the first. Uh, and then you think about the guy. I'm thinking about the guy who won the parlay, which is like I don't even. Can you explain what a parlay is? Parlay is where you make bets on several separate games. It doesn't have to be the same sport, and you have to win them all. You either win them all, and if you can get three out of four right, you, you lose not you win nothing. So you have to get all your bets. And he bet on four. Well, he bet on four it. golf tournaments guy, and then two soccer guy? tournaments. I don't know what his I name think the is. Soccer, wasn't the base, wasn't the golf separate though? He won. I don't know. He, I'm not. Anyhow, some guy that sure. won a million bucks on a fourteen dollar bet. I think it was a parlay of four 
Didn't he get all the winners for the for the uh, golf last week? He got all the four winners. Steve Stricker, Nelly Korda, Victor Hovland. He won. Uh, first uh, Norwegian golfer to win on the European Tour. He's a two-time PGA Tour winner. And Harris English, he got all of them. He also got some soccer games, right? The guy he said it said that his stake was 11, uh, 11 euros and 50. I don't know what the half a euro. I don't know what that is. The guy ended up claiming over 1.39, about 1.4 Oh, no, 1.04 million euros. So uh, that's awesome. And then you're, you're looking right now at Sebastian Corda, who's doing well at the French Open. Sebastian here. Corda, yes, brother of the Corda sisters. So imagine that if you got – we've talked about this on our show before. you got the two uh, Corda sisters, Jacob. They are – Nelly not, and Jessica. And they are not twins or they are – No, uh, Jessica's about five years older, I think, than Nelly. And one of them is now the world's number one. Uh, yeah, Nelly is currently the world number one. Both Nelly and Jessica are going to the Olympics. Okay, and so their brother, sorry, Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah. Corda is uh, going on to round four in the U.S. That's right, the Wimbledon tennis. So congratulations to him. Um, he is uh, ranked number 50 in the ATP uh, rankings. And uh, um, congratulations. We'll see how if he can keep it going. you gotta, you got to be maybe pulling for the, the Corda trio here um so we'll see what happens with court in the next round jay do you want to just briefly talk about bryson dechambeau he lost he separated oh from his um caddy this week he missed the cut and his, his 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 caddy's name was tim tucker and they decided to go their their separate ways maybe they'll be reunited this isn't the first time they've separated bryson dechambeau bit of a breakup and a little bit of a breakup he missed the cut bryson this week and brooks kepka had something to say about this jay do you remember so the quote I think he wrote like so. This was the day, yeah. So Bryson DeChambeau, Tim Tucker. If you see them, Tim Tucker's a pretty like bro, like built guy, like DeChambeau, big guy. You don't want to mess with him. I remember seeing him on the bag, and um, DeChambeau said, or Kepka, of course, trying to build that reputation of him as being maybe the the bad guy in golf, or trying to build up this rivalry, saying like his his caddy. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. He's from Northern Ireland. He wrote like world uh, caddy appreciation day. I love you, man. I couldn't have won my majors without you. Just loves to rub it into uh, to Deshambo's face. Loves that he's just building up. This is so good for his brand. It's so good for him. People are gonna want to be more interested in Kepka. People outside of of the um, people outside of of golf are gonna get into it. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be it, it was funny to see that. Um, in terms of other news about golf that I want to bring up really quickly, oh, it says he's not going to the Olympics. Who, Jacob? Who's not going? Sebastian Corda. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to the Olympics. Yeah, very good description. Um, Hideki Matsuyama was the latest athlete to test positive for COVID nineteen, and that makes another Masters champion. And he joins Dustin Johnson, Masters champion. Uh, that joins Danny Willett, Masters champion, test positive for COVID. Sergio Garcia, 2017 Masters champion. All these Masters champions. Jack Nicholas, he had COVID too. Honestly. Uh, Who will be next? Um, hopefully nobody, but it's. Come on, Hideki. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's been, I don't know where he gets it from. But yes, he had to withdraw uh, a major player playing in this tournament. A major champion and um listen to this though okay speaking on golf i read today that um sung jm and siwoo kim are not going to play in the open championship and it's a reason you might not expect they're not playing in the open championship 
because they want to play for the Olympics. But the reason why they really want to focus on the Olympics is because if they win the gold medal, they do not have to go to, they do not have to um, be drafted into the South Korean army. So they're like, that's an exemption is by winning a gold medal. So like if they win a gold medal, it's major pride for their, for their country. But according to the story from Golf Digest, it says, um, winning the gold medal would earn an exemption from a mandatory two-year service in the South Korean military. So I found that really, really interesting. And that you don't hear you don't hear about golfers Very skipping majors. Like you well. never hear. It's like, you know, I we've heard of, you know, Dustin Johnson, he's skipping, he's skipping because he fell down some stairs and hurt his back or something. No, that was when he we're t- I'm talking about how he, Dustin Johnson is missing the, the Olympics this year. Hmm, that's okay. funny. Oh, you're talking about missing majors. Yeah, that's an injury, though. Rory McIlroy played soccer, missed the Open Championship about five years ago. But, no, these guys are, like, focusing on the Olympics because it's a lot up for grabs for them. National pride and just – it's hard. And, and another name that – like, Sang Moon Bae had to do that. And, you know, Sung Jae-Emi, he's, he's, he's a rising star, young player, lives in the United States now. And – um it's going to be a big tournament in the Olympic games. That's a major, major motivation. Of course, the prize, there's no prize money, but uh, that was pretty inter. I found that pretty notable. Now let's move on. Shall we a little bit about, I got a few interesting things here. We'll just, we'll just talk a little bit about uh, tennis. Of course, we've got the Wimbledon going on. Dennis Shapovalov has been playing excellent beat. Andy Murray yesterday, previous champion, Mr. Britain guy. Um, gave him a bit of a butt whooping. I guess it used to be one of his heroes, Shapovalov. But he says he's not intimidated by past major winners anymore. Congratulations to him. Today, Felix Roger Alessi said that pretty well. Thank you very wow. much. That was he, the best ever. And he uh, had a walkover win over Nick Kyrgios. And Nick Kyrgios apparently forgot to bring his running shoes to the tournament. Somebody had to go running and get him from God knows where. Uh, you can find that on Bleacher Report. He didn't even have his shoes to start, but. He had to retire, as they call that in tennis, after the second set with a walkover. I'm not sure what his injury was. I think it was his shoulder. Uh, so we wish Nick uh, a quick recovery, Mr. Curios. I won't miss him in there. So good good for Felix. And Roger Federer with the big win. Moving on to the next round. Um, Roger. I, I believe he's the oldest to reach uh, the fourth round of Wimbledon in like 46 years. Back then in 1975, somebody by the name of Ken Rosewald. Uh, made it to the only made it to the fourth round uh, also so i'm actually i believe he's slightly uh a younger Federer versus this gentleman named uh, ken rosewell but roger Federer has not played a lot of tennis and he won today uh congratulations to roger um and right now you've got a great match going on between daniel medvedev who's number two in the world uh or number two in the tournament going against Shilik, and they're in their fourth of set Croatia. Medvedev losing the first two sets, but it looks like Medvedev's going to not only win the third, but might pull out the fourth. So we'll see what happens with the fifth setter there. So I wanted to comment on the tennis there. Uh, go Canada, doing pretty darn well. Um, Except we talk- for Andrescu. Oh, yes. Bianca. Major disappointment. Yes, she lasted. Uh, she didn't get past the first set. She kept falling the on first there. set? She didn't get past the first round. She kept slipping on the wet grass. She wasn't the only one, but... Uh, she was using that a bit of an excuse, wet surface, but she just uh, she just uh, was beaten by uh, uh, was she British Cornette? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I'm not sure if Cornette's still there, but she beat her like six one six two. So she got smoked. We on into house sports with J and J. Not so surprised with hey, the performance. Hey, I'm pretty surprised. You know, you know, yeah. speak for yourself. I'm pretty surprised. All right, but uh, I'm just joking. But I no, but in all honesty, 
I, I am surprised, you know. Uh, what is she ranked in the world? Just top 10? Or you she... could quote me on this show, but she'll never make top five ever again. Oh, we Bianca. got we got Mr. Brooklyn Nets, but uh, Brooklyn didn't win the championship this year. so nope. Never going to make it top five, and she'll be soon out of the top 10. Uh, American sprinter, you can correct me on the name of this, Jacob. Shah, Carrie Richardson. She is an American 100-meter um, uh, runner, and she also competes in relay as well. I'm not sure about the 200s, but she, uh, when she was doing the Olympic qualifying, uh, she tested positive for marijuana use. And so as a result, uh, she is out of the 100 meters for, for Tokyo. Um, they say that she may be able to actually race later in, in some kind of a relay event because the 100 meters starts on July 30th and her suspension is up two days later. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know enough about it. Who's, I thought uh, some states are allowed to use it. Some are not. Maybe, maybe if you're in Olympics, you just can't use it. Um, you got to think that alcohol is, Probably I shouldn't just say because I can't. I don't know, but isn't wouldn't you, you maybe think alcohol is almost just as bad and that's allowed? So it's interesting. But to, in the, in the future, if you know with the cannabis use, if it'll be allowed, but she must be heavily disappointed. Well, what I what I'm just going to say that unfortunately, her she's going through some tough times. Her biological mother passed away recently, and she that that was the route she decided to go. But it's going to cost her running 100 meters yeah. on the biggest stage. So yeah, and she, she pretty much a favorite, right? She was, yeah. That's it's too bad. Um, and I guess the athletes, you know, they they probably are aware of of it. But it's of course marijuana. I I I I know very little about it except it's you know a new drug. Of course, it's legal in Canada and the United States, California. It's legal. That's the only state I know of. Like I know that there's more, but the only I know California. It's legal there. But um, it's a it's a new drug, and who knows what's gonna happen with it. Anyway, here we got a rant. We got a question. We got a sports question. We got a golf-related question that anybody can participate. The Shaw Charity Classic on their Twitter page on June 25th, they posted a prompt. They said you can only choose two things for your next round. You got nice weather, an eagle putt, no mosquitoes, or an, an 18 fairways hit. So I got my two. I got my two right away. And uh, I want you to think about yours. Okay, so Jacob, just to, to remind some of our in-house sports with J&J, uh, the what Shaw Charity Classes, oh, Shaw Charity Classic is the uh, seniors Shaw, tour that comes through. So the Shaw Charity Classic is Canada's only uh, uh, Champions Tour event. Champions Tour, PJ Tour champion is the uh, 50 plus circuit, and it happens to be at the golf course that we play at. Like, there's hundreds of golf courses in Canada. We got this golf course. I met VJ Singh, Nick Faldo, Bernard Langer there, the top seniors in the world, and they're supposed to come. So anyway, so just to review for our listeners, we got two, nice weather, an eagle putt, no mosquitoes, and eighteen fairways hit. I got mine too. I've got mine too. Okay, you go first. I would say of those four. Now this, this is if I'm one of them or is this me, you, me myself? You. This is me, Jason Gerbich, hacking up the course. I would say uh, eighteen fairways hit. Yeah, and no mosquitoes. I got the same ones as you. Yeah, and I can explain. Do you have like I got my rationale? My rationale. Well, I'm not expected to get an eagle putt. I mean, that's well. Uh, I'm saying you could get, you could choose I, for an eagle putt. I'd rather have no mosquitoes. So an eagle and putt. Nice weather. Yeah. An eagle putt would mean you'd be on a par five and two. You explain this to me or this. I'm explaining this okay, to everybody. You. Par five and two, you'd have an eagle putt, and it's fun. But the thing is about eagle putts, if you're not a professional golfer, it is hard. Like I, I've, I've had a few eagle putts, never made one. I've been close. But um, that's one thing to get on the par five and two. It's another thing to get an eagle putt. Uh, nice weather. You know, it's nice, but I can 
you know, I think it's much underappreciated. No mosquitoes. That is annoying. Mosquitoes are the worst. Um, I like to wear in the summer short sleeves and a t-shirt. Um, and it's, I just don't like it. And 18th, I barely hit fairways. Seriously, I'm happy to hit a few fairways. If And there's, you can't, but there is some rationale. There's something, there's an error. You can't hit 18 fairways unless the whole course is par fours and par fives. But I guess it's like greens and reg for the par threes. Anyway, just want to throw it before we finish in doubt. So that's pretty cool. I like the question, Jay. That's a good, hopefully our oh, thank you. can uh, report back on that. Just a few things about the history. Well, just a few things of uh, uh, present tense and history. But today, uh, Montreal Expos, Moises Salou. Happy birthday, 55 years old to Moises Salou. Longtime Montreal uh, Expos player, played outfield. His his father, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, Moises Alou, his father. You want to look that up? Moises Alou's father was the manager of the team. Happy birthday to him. Josh Gordon, we've talked about him before, asking to be sub, uh, um, reinstated, sending a letter to NFL owner um, Felipe, maybe. Uh, Roger Goodell uh, asking to yeah, be Felipe. reinstated. He's been suspended since 2013, like six times for drug use. He's gone the last three months with random tests. They've all been negative. Got to keep cheering for this guy. He just played for the Zappers for the, for it's called the Fan Controlled Football League with Johnny Manziel. Back in 1966 on this day, U.S. Open Women's Golf, Hazeltine National GC, American Sandra Spuzic wins by one from Carol Mann for her only LPGA, a LPGA title. And more interesting, 1966, Atlanta Braves, first ba- uh, first player to have a uh, uh, player and pitcher to hit two grand slams in the same game. We'll spend more time on Thank these. Thank you on this day for those year. facts. Have a great day. We didn't talk about Trevor Bauer, listeners. Look him up. <laughs>